sit down boys if I get a treat for you Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Digital Soup Podcast. We are the only podcast that is still trying to find that any key. I want to press that thing so bad, but I can't find it. Yep. It's tough. I have 15 keyboards right in front of me right now. Not a single one of them has an any key. Is that not ridiculous? Well, I always thought it was two keys. It's N and E. You know, I never even thought about that. And every uh, one of the keyboards does have one of those. That's true. Well, it's got one of each. Yep. Now, this is another... I just thought about this since I was joking about the any key here is... Remember back in the day, early in the, the PC world, when the enter key was actually called the return key? Yep. And I believe that was based on because of uh, typewriters, right? Because they used to have... They would return the... Uh, well... What did they call it? The carriage? Yep. Back carriage over turn. to the left? Actually, yeah, it is... It, it is based on typewriters, and fun fact Fun fact is that typewriters still have those keys. Well, they don't even sell typewriters, Dave. Don't even be ridiculous. <laughs> they do. I use one every day at work. <laughs> a typewriter. A serious. Yep. Wow. Do you use an abacus, too? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Adam, he does use the sun. He has a dial out in his yard to tell the time. I guess, you know, <laughs> if you want to use though. a typewriter, you could. <laughs> hey, a typewriter will still work during the apocalypse. It, it would, and so would an abacus, and so would a uh, sundial. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, though. Exactly. Maybe this is crazy, but there is something, like when I use a typewriter at work, there is something very <laughs> satisfying about typing on a typewriter. Like every keystroke, you just kind of, that the sound and the feel where the, you know, everything. Now, our, clack, mine, clack. Yeah, mine isn't like a real old school one where it's got the big arm slapping up, you know what I mean? Like an old school typewriter. <laughs> Slap. Well, that's basically yeah, what it's I know doing. what you're I know what you're talking mine, about. Mine mine is a newer you know, electric typewriter. Is it a Smith Corona? I can't no, I can't remember what brand it Smith is. Smith and Wesson? No. <laughs> so, but there is Did something guys, satisfying about that feeling. I agree. And you guys know the, the our keyboard layout, the QWERTY keyboard layout is based is comes from typewriters. In in that the original typewriters had all the letters in an order, you know, A B C D E F G, but the you most You use QWERTY? The most QWERTY. Q, I use Dvorak. Q W E R T Y. Yes, you know what I I'm was joking. About. Is yes. Dvorak's the same uh the the other one, right? Yes. So the um the key, they, what they found after they invented the typewriter was that the most used letters like E and all that they would bind a lot. So they changed it out so none of the most used keys wouldn't bind together when you when you type them really fast. Right. Mm-hmm. And that keyboard layout stuck. Yep. Well, speaking of keyboard layouts, I bet you uh, I'm going to say 10 bucks because I'm not a rich guy, but I bet 10 bucks that there's at least one key on Dave's keyboard that doesn't type, and he always has one letter missing from every document he types. <laughs> from Is that correct? On the typewriter? Yeah. No, they all work. 
Oh man, when typewriters get old, I've noticed that they've always like there's a key that doesn't want to work. Funny enough, my keyboard at work, I have <laughs> <laughs> on my computer has a key or two that I have to sometimes hit twice before it'll register. Oh, that's because you have the the cheese it's underneath it. No. <laughs> cheese it crumbs. Cheese it no. crumbs. <laughs> hey, now if have you guys ever taken apart a computer keyboard and cleaned it? Yep. yep disgusting isn't yep. it turn it over and give it the old uh, smack i i there was one at work and there's like four to five of us that would use it and one day i, I got so tired because so many of the keys would you know either stay down or wouldn't go wouldn't register at all so i pulled all the uh, the keycaps off and uh you know clean the membrane and everything but what i found underneath there probably was like a three-course meal and it was disgusting oh uh, number four super size yeah exactly with the diet coke because i'm you know trying to get down to my high school weight well everybody i'm jason and with me as always in the virtual studio is adam and usually dave how you doing guys well i was gonna say adam what have you been up to this week well we threw a block party for the neighborhood at my house oh yeah i wasn't invited but go ahead yeah you were you just couldn't show up as usual dave was there um were you dave yeah that that took up most of the week, you know, planning and prep. We actually, for our block party, we do, um, we, we have a bunch of musicians in the neighborhood. And we got together and jammed a few times to rehearse. So we played everything from YMCA to Time After Time by Cindy Lauper to uh, Wanted Dead or Live by Bon Jovi. So it was pretty good. Hmm. So older stuff. Did you play any yep. modern stuff? No, nothing really modern. Oh, really? No Iggy Azalea? <laughs> My favorite? No. <laughs> all right well dave what'd you do this week since uh, adam he was jamming and eating all week what were you doing not much a lot of work he ate and some then, jam yeah <laughs> no <laughs> just worked all week and uh did a little writing on the side and then this morning oh, your novel uh, no not a novel just some writing but uh this morning for the first time Novella? all summer eh, no just general writing poems but, uh <laughs> some of that i write yeah but no i i for the first time this summer Dragged my butt out of bed for a sunrise, went out shooting, and got got some good weather. And then about maybe 20 minutes after the sun came up, did a little Instagram story stuff and got some good photos and went to go to the next location and enrolled the clouds and rain. And so good timing. At least I got some stuff, but <laughs> kind of dragging okay. today because of that. I just need to clarify for all of our listeners, because of everything that's been going on in the world, especially like Walmarts and stuff, when Dave went out early this morning shooting, he did mean photography. Just want to clarify that. Uh, I thought they knew. I'm well, pre- you, pretty you, sure you that was You can't assume clear. anything. Like in the Winnebago manual, it says uh, cruise control is not autopilot. They had to put that in there because of stupid people. We might have a listener not saying they're stupid, but they might think that Dave went out on a rampage. That's all I'm saying. Or maybe I was at a gun range. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, because not a lot of people know that Dave is anti-gun. All the hunting he does, slingshot. Knife in my teeth. I drop down out of the tree, land on the deer's back. and (laughs) I've never seen anybody deer hunt with nunchucks before, but Dave does it. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention real quick. What? My brother came over yesterday. He bought all the computer parts because I've been working on oh, doing a build for him. What'd you get? What'd you get again? Uh, oh, let our listeners oh, he, know. He got the uh, the Ryzen 7. It's one of the higher end ones. Which which generation? One, I, two, or three? I'm guessing it was one of the, one of the newer ones. It's got to be Gen 3. 
Was it like a 2700, 3700? Oh, I think I think you said 3700. Okay, so the newest generation. Awesome, yep. dude. And the, the B450 Tomahawk motherboard from MSI. And he got an RX 580 video card. Um, SSD, three terabyte drive in there, blah, blah, blah. And a really nice gold rated power supply. All, all, all out. Brand name, brand name? Uh, that was uh, uh, EVGA. Oh, okay. So it was good. It was good. I've never seen a power supply like that where it was modular. But anyway, that's not the point. We got it working, and it, it looks great. It's in this awesome case by a company called Fantex, P-H-A-N-T-E-K-S. Oh, yep. I know their cases. And it's just beautiful. Glass on the side and everything. But he brought his Samsung Odyssey virtual reality rig over because he's been wanting to get uh, what this. the heck? <laughs> he's been wanting to get this thing installed and, and, and try it out. And we plug that thing in. I've never actually looked through one of them. The only thing I've ever done has been like the Google Cardboard. But real similar to like the Oculus Rift or anything like that. And we ended up downloading Skyrim VR model uh, VR and kind of started messing around with that. It was amazing. You're in the actual world. Really? You, you've got the sword in front of your like you can inspect it and you turn it in your wrist. The whole sword turns. You're fighting people. It was just incredible. Does it really feel like a holodeck almost? It's as close as you're going to get at this point. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, the last virtual reality thing I ever messed with, and I'm not talking about, you know, the little on the phone, like, uh, what do you call that? That Pokemon thing? I don't consider that virtual reality. But the last pseudo virtual reality I ever tried was the uh, Virtual Boy by Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> that was the last. Oh, man. I tell you what, this thing, the computer was hot after we were done running it. Oh, really? You know, the, yeah. So it was. Uh, it, it takes a really, a really good video card and a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of resources. So we've got 16 gigs of RAM in that machine too. So it was nice. Yeah, it, it that's the minimum I would say for yep. a build. Go with 16 because then you're not going to have to ever hit a swap file. Yeah. Now, Dual speaking channel. Of, speaking of that, did I tell? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Go ahead, finish. No, you, you. I'm done. It was. Cool. Oh, you are done. Yeah. All right. Did I tell you about my work computer? Nope. Okay. So. Uh, I have this work computer. It's an HP. Didn't look that old, you know, just looking at the case and whatever. And I noticed that I would get like, uh, say, I'd have Word Up. Uh, Word and, Up. Yeah, Word Up. I'd have Outlook, <laughs> uh, Excel with maybe three uh, files open, three tabs, and uh, a browser up. And then I noticed if I tried to switch from one to the other, I could almost count to 40 before it popped up. And oh my I, I, I hear my hard drive just getting nailed. So I'm thinking, man, this swap, it must be hitting a swap file like man. And this is Windows 7. And then I, I could tell it's hitting the swap file hard. So I decided, all right, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to see what the specs are. So I go to my computer. Uh, it's a company computer, so I can't install any better software to tell me everything about it. So I just have to go off of what my computer says. But that's all I needed. Can you guess what the uh, specs of this PC are here, Adam? Four gigs of RAM. You are so out of it, man. Two? Two gigs of RAM. It is a 32-bit processor. It's the Core 2 Duo, which came out in like 2005. Uh, and it, it's a 32-bit processor which and operating system, which Adam understands, but Dave doesn't, so I'll explain it. It maxes out at four gigs. It can't see more than four gigs of RAM. Yep. But it it had two gigs in it. So I it's called K-Boxing. It's... Uh, how you communicate with the IS department. Also and known so I, as kickboxing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Featuring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. So I... Uh, Super review? 
Yeah, we could maybe. So I went and I, you know, I K boxed it. I said, "Hey guys, uh, my swap file is getting hit like mad." I went and took a look at these specs. I only have two gigs on here, thirty-two bit operating system. Can I please double this RAM up, or can I get a new PC? Well, I got word that they they're working on getting me a new PC, but in the meantime, somebody ran over uh, and threw another uh, stick of uh, two gigs in there. So now I have a whopping. Well, I don't even have four available to me. I think I have like three three point four gigs or something available to me, something like that. Sweet. But I noticed a huge difference. And it's like 2019. Why would there be a computer with two gigs? Our phones have more than that. Probably because it got installed in 2010. (laughs) You know? Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. And uh, Dave probably, you know, I bet you he has that new, uh, uh, that AMD, uh, what did I say it was again? Epix 7002. Was that what it was called? Anyway, yes. it's the new uh, AMD processor, 64 cores, 128 threads. Bam. Yes, please. Yep. <laughs> what does that run? I did rec- Huh? What does that run? I believe two of them, so I believe one of them is probably running 7,000, something like that, because the, the config I was looking at uh, in this article that they were talking about, they're running it in dual processor, hmm. uh, so it was uh, 128 um cores and whatever the double of that is <laughs> my math is failing Four, fourteen thousand dollars yeah something like that for the processors alone nice but n- nobody's buying this for the home this is for businesses and well, this is for creative professionals like dave yep so next really week. needs to <laughs> who needs to push all those uh oh adam for programming think of how fast everything will refresh oh man just think how now, fast you, you can turn those stoplights on and off <laughs> Incredible. Now, Adam, are you still using uh, Plain Old Swift, or have you switched over to Swift UI yet? Swift? Yeah. Uh, for, for all your iOS programming. Oh, I don't program any iOS. You don't? What? I thought yeah. you said you were working on our app. Yeah. I mean, let me just Google that. Uh, Swift. I thought yeah, you were building yeah. the new Swift. digital soup app. I thought you were doing it. Well, I don't know. Any, we all know I'm not smart. Oh, in tech. man. I'm the creative one. I'm the idea. Yeah, Dave guy. is actually hand drawing out what he wants the interface to look like, but no, you're I, supposed to program it, Adam. I, I can't oh. really draw that well, but. <laughs> Dave's a creative one, but he can't draw. I can Stick write. Figures. I can Can do you write the manual, Dave? Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Lots of flourish, too. Yes. Hey, I just want to point out we got a new review. Yeah. Oh, hey, tell me what, what's it about? And is it from our moms? No, it's not. Well, I don't think so. I'm pretty 100% confident it's not. But this is from uh, RND115. Gave us a five-star review. It says, keep up the good work. I've been a listener from the start. You guys have an amazing show. Makes my commute bearable every Friday. I love the banter between friends. I feel like I'm right there with you. Thanks for putting out great content every week. And I don't think we read that earlier, but I wanted to... Not 100% sure. Awesome. But, Thank you know, even you. if you did, let's read it every week. Yeah. Thanks, RND115. If that's your uh, real name. one one five. Hey, uh, we have another announcement, don't we? Uh, Adam, uh, you've been doing a lot of talking so far because of uh, you know the computer and the uh, block party and stuff. Uh, Dave barely ever gets a talk on the show. So, Dave, you want to mm-hmm. let him know what some of our big news it's, it's is? It's almost like he doesn't happened? have a voice here. Yeah, I know. I, he's so quiet. He's timid. <laughs> I'm, I'm still Go waking ahead, up. No, so... It... <laughs> still waking up? <laughs> no. Go I, ahead, Dave. I, I feel like the worst son ahead, ever. Dave. We're not going to let him talk. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> the worst sun ever. Because like I said, I went out and shot that sunrise. I was up before five this morning and went out to visit my parents and promptly fell asleep on the couch. 
and slept for about <laughs> two hours and then woke up and was like, oh crap, I got to head home. I got to record. So felt like a terrible kid, but oh well. But if you remember last week, we talked about how we had no access to our Twitter account and we still have no access to our Twitter account. We have no idea what's going on. Twitter is completely unresponsive to us because it's a completely automated system. Leaving so, us in the dark. Yeah, so we have no way to get back in. It seems like at this point it's just a matter of a simple uh, verification we have to do. However, the phone number on file, <coughs> Jason, um, <laughs> was is a phone number that Jason no longer has. So we have no way to get said code. We've been trying to get a hold of him via email. Any way we can think of, no response. So we decided, you know what, let's just scrap it. We're going to start all over. And so we set up a brand new Twitter account for the show and listeners, we need you guys to head over to Twitter. It'll be twitter.com slash digital soup cast. Um, just like it sounds D I G I T A L S O U P C A S T twitter.com slash digital soup cast or at digital soup cast. If you just want to search it, make sure and follow that there. Jason is taking over the Twitter account as well. So no longer will you be wondering who you're talking to, whether it's me or Jason or who. So Jason is going to take over our Twitter account. No, it says or who. Didn't say in Adam. Well, we know Adam never logged in. <laughs> but Adam doesn't even hey, listen to I, the episodes. I tweeted a couple times. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you? Yeah. We we would have just thought it was, it was about you know da- about Dave two and I years ago. Was the other person. <laughs> no, I'm just oh, kidding. here we go. No, but so brand new Twitter <laughs> account. We need you guys to head over there. Make sure you follow that. Get yourself locked in there so you can see all the stuff coming up. Um, all the different stuff Jason's going to be putting out. Of course, get all your episode updates, everything there. So digital soup cast on Twitter. Yes, and let's not forget, uh, Dave is actually starting to uh, do more with the Instagram account now, too. We're going to So, Dave, try, let him yeah. know what the Instagram account is. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Just putting you on the spot. That's great. Good question. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to try. I believe it's Digital Soup Podcast, is I, it not? I have Instagram? it right here, yeah. I, I believe so. It, it is, yeah, Digital Soup Podcast on Instagram. I'm, I'm trying out some things because I, I want to see, I see a lot of people using Instagram for kind of business purposes rather than just sharing photos. So I'm kind of working out some ideas and going to try and add in some stuff on a regular basis over there as well. So no guarantees on the Instagram because it's just kind of a secondary place that we want to see if we can make it work. But um, at Digital Soup Podcast on Instagram, if you want to follow over there. So All right. Just one more uh, little uh, housekeeping thing we want to do here real fast is uh, we constantly get uh, invaded, I would say, uh, of all of our sources via email, Facebook, uh, Twitter, when we had it active, and uh, Instagram. People asking us, hey, how can we give you guys some money? We just want to give you money. <laughs> how do we do it? Well, you know, we're like, well, we just do this out of the love, you know, but they keep saying it every week. How can we give you guys money? Well, here's what we decided to do. We don't charge anything for this show. We do this for the love of the tech and the geekahood and our friendship. We enjoy hanging out for an hour every week. So, you know, we decided, well, we don't want to charge people for this, but what could we do? Hey, if somebody wants to tip us, maybe we could go ahead and take a tip. And so we did set up a, uh, well, I should say I did. These two are like, we didn't do it. It was all Jason. Right? You are correct. Okay, cool. So, uh... Uh, set up Patreon account. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash digital suit podcast. And on there, you could just make a small monthly contribution. Uh, we only 
you have it set up, you could donate one dollar, or you could tip one dollar, two dollars, or three dollars. We we we're not asking for anything, just a small little amount if you want to. And uh, we did though. If if you do one of those three, we decided well we want to give something back to you. So you tip one dollar, we're gonna give you a shout out on the show. You know, I'll monitor it. I'll see. Oh, somebody uh, decided to tip a dollar. We want to thank you. Um, at Bob Simmons, you know, uh, thank you again for that. Uh, if you tip $2, you get that shout out. And you can also suggest a movie for us to watch on Super Reviews. And as anybody of the show that listens to the show knows, I get scared on that. Well, anybody can suggest one, but we'll actually do it. We'll do it, yes. We, <laughs> we'll you, you we'll whore it. ourselves out for that, <laughs> that second tier. Yeah. And That's it's like... Nice. It could be anything, uh, as long as it's mm. if 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 you guys. Well, yeah, we're not going to do porn or Rated anything. R yeah. and lower, exactly. <laughs> uh, Adam doesn't even like NC seventeen. Okay, so uh, nope. what was that? Wild Orchid is out. Sorry, guys. I don't we, know what that we, is. But we cool. can't watch. Isn't that. that Nev Campbell, Denise Richards? Uh, That's back. Wild Things. Oh yeah, Wild yeah. Things. Yeah, okay. I can't remember. All I remember is there's only been a few NC-17 movies out there, and I believe that was one of the titles. But anyways, uh, so that's what Tier 2 is. Tier 3 is $3, and you're going to get the first two things. And then I also decided this will be a lot of fun. We'll have you do a call-in to the show. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you come on and be like a special guest for like five, ten minutes. We'll hang out. You can uh, take part in perhaps one of our stories that we're talking about. Maybe we'll do a game show that day. Uh, you could actually request it. You could come on and say, hey, I would really like to join in on a game show, and we'll bring you on in. So that would be like if you uh, wanted to tip $3. Like I said, nobody has to do anything. This We're not hoping to make anything. you know. But if we see a dollar tip, we're going to be happy. Sounds good. Did you guys hear about MoviePass's latest uh, uh, gaffe, I guess you would call, a little no-no, a little uh, something crazy that they're doing? No. No. Okay. Well, if you ever read the Business Insider, Adam, you would have found out about it. Oh. God. All right. So <laughs> what what MoviePass did, and they got caught, and now they have a lot, a lot of mud in their eye. Yeah, like they did it already, right? Right. So what they did was they took their heavy-hitting accounts. Now, the way this works is you can watch one movie a day. So uh, people that were actually utilizing that one movie a day, uh, which I call the heavy hitters. I don't know what their terminology was. But uh, to save some money, they went in and those those high-use accounts, they changed the password. So when the uh, user went in to try to buy the ticket... You know, or reserve the ticket with their account. It it, it told them that the uh, password wasn't correct, and what? then they exactly. You got to read this article, Adam. Maybe do a little bit of research once in a while. I'm just <laughs> reacting to the story like I'm supposed to. God, <laughs> but yeah, that is some shady business, and of course they're in trouble right now with uh, uh, not only with some of the consumer groups out there, but with uh, uh, the federal. What is it? The FTC. Uh, and uh, what else? I, I got to read say the article. Did you FTC, again. Federal Trade Commission? Hey, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there- Did you mean the FCC? And the, yes, yeah, I, the, yeah I, the, probably. I got your hip hop parade. Which, which one do you mean? <laughs> FTC or FCC? Uh, uh, probably the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, uh, the FDA. Yeah. <laughs> 100% beef. <laughs> Well, there's beef with MoviePass right oh, now. Oh, everybody's here. having some beef Again, with them. Now this- asking for tips. Yep. <laughs> you know, this, this is holy. 
we went back to the 50s, Batman. Um, <laughs> now, this is crazy because this company is on life support as it is. I mean, it is, it's been, I don't know why it hasn't been delisted. Remember the last time we even checked it, wasn't it like something like negative 0.003 cents a share or something like that? Mm. Um, so I don't even know why this company is still in existence. But then doing something shady like this, I mean, and they're definitely not slim about it either. They're right up front with it. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? I know I've been doing a lot of talking on this because, you know, I, I'm a little upset about this. I wanted to oh. invest. Remember when I wanted to invest in this company when they were doing bad and they were penny stock? Remember when I said I wanted to go invest in it? Glad I didn't. True, oh. yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys think? I want to hear your thoughts on what they've done here. It's almost like it's, 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 almost like it's headed up by some guy that's like, you know what we should do? <laughs> For the people that are actually using this service, Joe Pesci, let's screw him. Let's change the passwords. No, Joe Pesci's more like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What, how funny? How funny? Like change your password, movie pass? Funny? <laughs> I'll show you funny. <laughs> I, I know that's not Joe Pesci or even close. It was, no, it was it was better than I could do. I, I bet you, funny man Nathan Sullivan is is uh, <laughs> behind the scenes on this one. Oh no, I can't Here remember how I did. I'm funny man. I'm oh, funny man. Oh. I sound like Nicholas Cage funny. trying to find some rocket. No, that was Harry Carey again. Oh, man. I think I've lost Funny Man forever. Oh, well. Oh, gee. <laughs> I might need to go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, funny Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can Good impersonate night, Jason. All right. <laughs> <laughs> see everybody later. Adam's out of here. Done. All right. Well, well back to the story at hand. Uh, what do you guys think the repercussions are going to be? Uh, uh, you know, because uh, there should be Nothing. able to be some lawsuits or something in this, at least at a minimum. Yeah, if they did, they violate anything legally. I don't know. Do they have that like in fine print? We can re we reserve the right to change your password. I do. I I, I, I would think the only possible thing that could come out of it, as far as lawsuits, would be some sort of privacy uh, concerns, where mm -hmm. by changing, you know, by force changing everyone's password and not giving them their new one, they're basically potentially exposing all someone's information without giving them access to control, you know, yeah, cancel. It's, it's or, 100% shady. It's, it's yeah. wrong. Okay. Done. Uh, reading the article more, the U.S. Department of Justice uh, has told a business insider that what they have done is unethical and uh, illegal. Yeah. So, yeah, there there, there's probably going to be something happening here. Here comes something the boom. Happening here. You know what it is? Ain't exactly clear. Oh my God! There's a man with a gun over there. It's Jason Bourne. Me I need to be aware. Maybe it is Jason Bourne. It could be Jason Bourne. But uh, before we uh, dive into uh, Jason Bourne hitting the small He's screen, block. no, no, it's still here. But Dave blew my ever freaking mind earlier today. I'm glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> Adam. Yeah, Dave dropped this bomb on me earlier. Truth today. bomb. Okay. Yes. He has never seen any of the Bourne movies. Oh, really? Really? That makes no sense. What is going on here? <laughs> I just really we thought we knew you. <laughs> I really, really, really hate Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, but really, why have? Actually, you? I don't. It's it. It all. It's it's kind of back to what I, I've talked about before, where because I spent years working in a movie theater and I would see literally everything that came out. I went through this period where except the Bourne movies, but go ahead. Well, no, I, I went through this this stretch of time where I just I, I was kind of burned out. I really wasn't watching any movies at all through the early two thousands. I mean, I saw the you know big ones if there was like a Star Wars or something like that, 
But I, I kind of went through a phase where I just really wasn't going to movies, wasn't watching much. I was just kind of burned out because they all felt the same. Like the formulas became so clear that it kind of got boring. And these movies came out initially in that stretch of time. When I got out of that stage where I was like, okay, I'm going to start watching movies again and, you know, kind of rekindled my love of movies. They were already like three or four in Jeremy Renner was taken over. And I was like, I don't want to go back for movies. And I just, it's, it's one of those things I've just never gotten Haven't around gotten to, to doing. It. Yeah. But you're not opposed to watching it. You just oh, no, not it. at all. They, they look good. And, in, in, you know, with the internet, everyone talks about stuff. I, I've picked up the general idea of, you know, what's going on in these movies. So I, I kind of know what's going on. I don't feel like I'm missing a ton, but someday I'll get to them. But I just, well, I haven't okay. yet. Recommend you watch. Anyway. Yeah. But it sounds well, like they might be uh, actually bringing the Bourne universe to the small screen. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, the the TV series that's going to be coming out this fall uh, is called, it's and I don't remember it from the movies, but I guess uh, it probably was. That's what it was called. But it's called Treadstone. And it's that. Yeah, yeah. That it's that program that actually creates Born and the other, you know, uh, was he a sleeper cell kind of? He was kind of activated, wasn't he? Uh, I don't remember. If I remember right, it's been so long since I've seen the the original. How about the one who doesn't has never seen the movies tells you that he was an operative and all of a sudden can't remember anything and is trying to remember who he was. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the first one. Yep. Well, thank you for letting me know that. <laughs> Uh, but yes, it is coming to the small screen, and it's not any of the Bourne. It's not Jason Bourne. It's actually another. Um, it's just part of the universe. Yeah, it's in yep. the same universe, sort of like uh, what they're doing with the Continental, which I believe right. that's this fall too, right? Uh, yeah, that might be. Man, so we're going to have be. a lot you know, of awesomeness. Let me, just, let me just say this. Yeah, you say it. <laughs> these M&M's. <laughs> These M&M milk chocolate bars with mini M&Ms and almonds. Oh wow, this guy. Are freaking fantastic. And they go great. Fantastic. They go great with coffee. I'm just I just had to throw that, that in. That actually sounds great right now, but it just yeah, it's so good. So anyways, good. you know what? Hey, I, I think if though, you stop think eating I need... those M&Ms though, yeah. You might slim maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't eaten dinner and I needed something and I had one of these Oh, you should have had some corn dogs so. like I just had. Well, I didn't have time, but do you think I need to watch the movies before seeing this this series? Yeah. Okay. They're they're so good. But that's you like should. what is there four or five movies now? Yeah, five, I think. There's there's the three originals, then a Jeremy Renner, and then a Matt Damon sequel. Matt Damon. <laughs> I, I would say watch them because they they are very good, and like you said, mm -hmm. Hawkeye's in one of them, so that's pretty cool. But I've heard he's it's a terrible. Movie. <laughs> I can't. I really didn't remember. see that one. Uh, that I've was the fourth one, one and I haven't terrible. seen the the final one either, the la the latest one, uh, mm. number five. So I have to go and watch that. But yeah. uh, just I want to bring our audience up to speed here on Dave's thinking, his mentality when it comes to movies. Now he was kind of burned out on movies because he worked in a theater, so he really picked and chose, or chose, picked and chose, yeah, picked and chose, yeah. <laughs> Picked and chose the movies that he would watch because if <laughs> he's going to watch chose. a movie, it's got to be the best movie. He's not going to waste his his precious movie viewing time on something that's crap. Yep. So mm -hmm. uh, he said he made sure he watched the Star Wars movie. So let's go over to Rotten Tomatoes real fast. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. 
Uh, got a tomato meter of 54% and an audience score of 59%. At the time, though, it was at like 100. But, I remember that. Well, and not only that, but I never look at Rotten Tomatoes, but when those movies were coming out, it was the first Star Wars in a long time, and everybody went to see them. Mm-hmm. I was excited for it too. I, well, I don't, everybody uh, went to shy. see it. It made a lot of money, but then when people I don't shy uh, away from that. I well, didn't say I watched over the years it on when repeat. people have reviewed it, they gave it the score it deserved. But just I want to correlate that with the Born Identity. Yeah, I didn't say I watched it on repeat. <laughs> I, I but I just want to say you chose that movie over the Born Identity. I, it was Star I, Wars. <laughs> I threw yeah, I threw Star Wars out as an example because it's a huge franchise. Okay, I, I, but, I don't okay, even know just, if there was a Star Wars movie in that same time. I'm guessing you'll, uh, you'll, this is even a worse example. The one that was around that time, and and in that stretch where I really wasn't watching a lot of movies was both Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Zack and Miri Make a Porno. And when he directed Cop Out with Bruce, Bruce Willis, which wasn't even... Bluth. <laughs> Bluth. Bluth Willis. I'm Bluth Willis. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a lift. No, with, with Cop Out, though, that wasn't... He didn't write Bluth. that. He just directed <laughs> it, but... But Wait, that's I, our I superhero that has a lift. <laughs> yeah, I did stay up to date on my, uh, my Kevin Smith. Okay. Well, can I just correlate this real fast with the Born Identity scores? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm good anyways, even if you said no. So uh, The Born Identity got a tomato meter of 83%. Fresh, it says. And the audience score, 93%. This is a much better movie. And now this, this, I mean, this came out over uh, 16 years ago. So these movies have got to mature in their ratings over the years, which shows that The Born Identity not only held on to a great score, but it's kept building a good score because it's that good of a movie where Star Wars Episode One has been tanking because everybody finally realizes after the, oh, it's been 20 years since we've had Star Wars. Oh, I wish it would have been 20 more years after watching The Phantom Menace. That's what everybody hmm. was thinking. See, because I could read minds. Exactly. Mind Exa- reader. Yep. <laughs> right. Jean Grey over here. Oh, no. Uh, no. What's what's her evilness? Uh, what's it called? Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I'm Phoenix Rising. I don't even know if Jean Jean Grey could read. Jean Grey, <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> what, what's going on with the XFL? Oh, hold on. Now Dave's okay. gonna try to say that I've been Both doing friendly. clips, right? I've just been doing yeah, clips. Yeah, I wish you'd lay off that soundboard. <laughs> hey, you guys ready for some football? A Monday yeah. night party? Yeah, yeah it started last week. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. It's the NFL's preseason. <laughs> oh, by the way, did the Vikings win? They did. All right, cool. Did the Browns it's win first on their game of, first one? I think so. I didn't look. Okay, first I, game I, of the preseason, I'm not too worried about. As long as no one gets hurt, it's a good deal. Yeah, but it was still it's still fun if your team wins, even though it mm-hmm. is preseason. And we beat the Saints, who are cheating jerks. So yeah, that, that was good. Well, they're a good team. We'll just say they're a good team. Yeah. You want to do that? We can, but what's going on with the XFL? Well, what was the that? Did you, did you, are you about to hike the ball? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I muted it while I coughed. I'm I sorry. thought he was getting set to start the story. <laughs> I, I forget. Omaha, Omaha, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Anyways, I have no idea. Red Spider ninety seven. Red Spider. <laughs> Red Snapper. <laughs> 
What's going on with your story here? All right, so the XFL, a lot of news going on. Just this past week, they did send out all the invites for the uh, draft, which is pretty cool. So uh, all the you know new college students coming out, uh, graduates, and then also a lot of people that have been turned away by the NFL just didn't make the cut. They all received this week. Uh, Oliver Luck let us know that they did send out all those invites for the draft. Now, I don't know the exact date the draft's going to take place. The article didn't mention anything about that. And so uh, not only that, but it was supposed to have been this week, but I didn't see any new articles on it when I did post this in the show notes. But they said, uh, oh, no, they said by the end of August. I'm sorry, not by the end of the week. By the end of August, uh, the XFL will announce all of the team names and uh, show their uniform. So we'll be able to see their colors. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to see what the, the different team names are. Now, Minnesota does not have a team, unfortunately. Wish it did, but it doesn't. So I'm going to have to root for whoever's closest uh, to Ohio. You know, I'll have to just do that. I don't know. Who are you kidding? We're going to pick a team just like we did with the AAF and go off a logo. Now, <laughs> go off two a logo. Things. <laughs> ah, that logo, that bear can definitely take that otter. That's exactly what we did. What do you like? I like the look of the uh, the Apollos. I like the Memphis whatever. Yeah, and then no. Dave did pick the winning. Well, it would have been the winning team, but they would have went all the way through. Yep. Oh, stupid. <laughs> But Stupid AAF. The, the one thing, two things that stand out in this article. This is an article in Tampa Bay Times, so obviously they're talking about Tampa Bay and because there's a team in Tampa Bay. They're asking first what networks will be broadcasting XFL games. ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, Fox, FS1, and FS2. They're going to be spread out over so many places. I know. And, and not everybody has all those channels. So you're no. going to have to be like, well, I got ABC and ESPN. I guess it, it'd be a case of, oh, which which channel are they on this week? Yeah, it's Because what here's what they're saying. On most Saturdays, ABC will air a game, one game at 2 p.m. Fox <laughs> will air one game at 5 p.m. Sunday times and channels vary a bit more. There will still be an afternoon, usually 3 or 4 p.m., and an early evening around 6 or 7. I don't know. Second thing, this is this is just a... Observation question. Here's the title of this article. XFL 2020 colon. As the relaunch nears, comma, answers to your burning questions. It seems like there should be something more to that. Doesn't it? Well, like, right. As the relaunch nears, here's some things you want to watch for. Or you know what I mean? There is no punctuation after questions. And then uh, small below it in gray, it does say, when will you learn the team's names? See the uniforms. When's the draft? So they're kind of giving you examples of what the burning questions are. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it is, all... it is kind of a funky thing there. Now, I did want to uh, cover this here real fast here because the article did lay this out. It's a little bit nice here. Now, Adam doesn't go too deep with football, but he does enjoy watching the Vikings. Yep. So here is some of the differences, some of the things that are going to be different in this league than in the NFL. And we've covered some of these here before, but just a little refresher for all of our sports fans because this is the Sports Network podcast. Now, the running game clock, it's going to run constantly. If, uh, Like in the NFL, uh, if there's ever an uh, incomplete pass or they go out of bounds, go out of bounds, et cetera, you can stop the clock. And you can use this to your advantage, especially going out of bounds mm-hmm. when you're down to you know like 30 seconds in the game. Well, none of that happens here. The clock keeps running on incomplete passes and out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that clock, just like me, it's shorter than in the NFL. <laughs> the NFL has uh, a 40 second clock where the XFL is going to have 25 seconds. So this well, is going to really it could be as short as 25. Yeah. Well, we're just going to say 25. Whatever I mean, it means. could be 39 and then it's only one second less. That's these not... next two, these next two though, I kind of like 
Th- yeah. There's quite a few things I do like about them. Well, why don't you go ahead and cover the next two then, buddy? Uh, then they're saying there there'll be a three point conversion. So after a touchdown, the NFL you get to either kick a field goal for an extra one or do the two point conversion where you try and run a play and punch it in. This gives you three points, so there's some incentive to try for this because that could be a big swing. Um, the offense will have the option of trying a scrimmage play from the 10-yard line if it succeeds worth three points. And then the other one, multiple forward passes behind the line of scrimmage. This game, it sounds like playing NFL blitz. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Being that it's forward passes, um, are they going to allow any backwards passes too? Well, sure. Backwards passes aren't illegal because that's in just the a, NFL. A toss. Yes, uh, you can do that, but I, I guess uh, they should say in addition to backwards pass. That's why I was just wondering because it didn't, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, explain it specifically. Maybe they eliminated backwards. Well, backwards passes. backwards passes in in all levels of football are not rugby? against any rules. Rugby, you can you can yeah even rugby soccer? you can toss the ball back. Yeah, I guess in soccer, soccer you can too. Duh. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's not that, but you can only throw the ball forward once. But um, yeah, I mean overtime shootouts, eliminating kneel downs that'll that'll be interesting. Seems yeah. like they want a real hectic, chaotic pace in, in this. Yeah, they wanted to go league. faster, and that's uh, even early. That's what Vince McMahon was saying: is that these games are going to be shorter. They're not going to be uh, drawn out. I think the one of the articles we had talked about before was they were going to really limit how many commercial breaks they do because the NFL does a mm-hmm. lot of commercial breaks. So here's here's the last thing I want to say about this myself before moving on. This article asks, how long will the XFL last? Because Nobody as knows. we know, AAF bailed in less than a season. Short-term goal is at least three years. That's the length of the agreement between Alpha Entertainment, that's a private entity through McMahon where he's funding it and everything, but it's more hope than ironclad commitment. So I don't know. I, I myself, I just, I have a hard time seeing this. I, I hope it takes off because it would be fun. And it was nice having some football to watch in the off season of the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. I, I'm getting real skeptical of the thought that any any even semi-professional league with a decent football product is going to be able to succeed in the face of the NFL. And- and this is not specifically trying to compete against the NFL. Neither of these leagues did. That's why they were doing it on the off season. If they were trying to compete, they'd go head to head with them, which they know they would never be able to do. Right. Any new startup would not. Now, if you can run in the off season, entertain football fans, build a following. If you build a big enough following, you might be able to then move into the same season as the NFL and try to compete. Then they will come. What? <laughs> If you, you build it, build a fall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I don't know. We'll we'll wait and see what happens. It's a ways out yet. That's the XFL in a nutshell. And this will be in a nutshell. Hey, I'm in a nutshell. No, <laughs> how did I get into this nutshell? <laughs> no, nope, uh, but it is now time for app recommendations. Digital soup app recommendations. All right, so I uh, will. Uh, I usually go first. Why don't we go ahead and let Adam go first? Sounds great, guys. <laughs> okay, oh, and the reason crap. why I did this is because I know neither of them did one. Well, mine is in there. Oh yeah, Dave did do one. He didn't do one earlier. He just did. Yeah, that I do ago. have a new app. That, it's a new app that I used to use, but I've reinstalled it out of need, and it's called Cam Scanner. And this app is all about scanning documents with your camera and um, 
some of the cool stuff that it does is it allow you to you can take your picture at a slight angle or whatever it doesn't matter you just draw a picture or you just draw a box around the document and it'll automatically format it nicely save it as a pdf and then let you up, like upload it to uh, dropbox or send it to anybody else so it's really easy to just scan and share stuff great for receipts business cards or quick documents if you're signing something and you, you wish you had a copy of it because this stuff you know the IRS accepts PDFs for, for uh, uh, as legal documents. So camscanner.com is the place to go. They have one for Android and one for iPhone. I love this application. super easy to use. And uh, that's my recommendation for today. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm just so upset that I didn't catch you. <laughs> nice try, Laoshe. All right. Well, how about you, Dave? Tell us what you have. Mine's going to be pretty quick and simple. Um if you're a any kind of creative that that works with color, it could be photography, filmmaking, um, design, whatever it is, you'll know how useful it is to be able to put together like color palettes and things like that. And in that space, one of the you know kind of industry standards is the Pantone color channels. I mean, they name colors every year, all this stuff. Um, so they've got, it seems to be iOS only. There might be other versions for Android, but they don't seem to be the same thing. It's just a very simple app. It's called, um, Pantone studios, P A N T O N E. And what it does, it lets you basically, you can take your own photos and it'll analyze it and give you a color palette based off that. Mm -hmm. Um, if you see something that you're inspired by and in, you know, you want to try and mimic that look, like, let's say you've got a favorite movie and you really like the colors in it, you could grab a screenshot of that. It'll analyze it and feedback just a palette, you know, quick palette of your colors. Just lets you do some really cool things as far as seeing and understanding how these colors are playing together to make up the looks that you want to try and create for yourself. So pretty simple, pretty utilitarian, but something has been useful. Right. Well, and Pantone's like the big standard in color. Right. So if you want something to match perfectly, it sounds like there's a app for that. Jason, what's yours? Just for iOS, though. Oh, you guys. Well, they, they've they <sighs> got a full suite of tools for, for web work, for PCs, for Android, for some different types of things. But this is the free iOS app. That seems to be the only place they have this free app. Yeah. Well, it says uh, start your seven-day free trial. Are you sure it's free? Yep. Well, then why would you have to have a seven-day trial? I think that's for some of their other web tools. All right. Um, (laughs) uh, You know what, uh, Adam? Quit changing the name of my app. (laughs) I didn't change anything. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. All right. What are you talking about? I don't know. Okay. So so, uh, since we started talking about the XFL and everything, I figured why not go ahead and talk about the app that I've been using. And by using, I mean I installed it this week when all the XFL news was happening. Uh, It's called XFL News Hub. It is for iOS and Android. And this is... Your one-stop shop, as they like to say, for all your XFL news. Uh, covers everything about the the foreman of the league, uh, and it's gonna it'll have once everything is you know drafts done and everything. This will have all the rosters with all their stats, uh, schedules of the games. Uh, so this is gonna be a nice little app to have. Uh, for all of you XFL fans out there, and this is completely free. It does contain ads. And um, I'm not sure what uh, I didn't notice anything uh, that you would have to purchase, but I didn't investigate enough. I guess I was just reading some of the news. But uh, it's the XFL News Hub, and it is uh, on iOS and Android, and it is free. Neat. 
What time is it? It's time for a kickoff. All right, what you got for us tonight, Dave? All right, so it's time for even a though we <laughs> we <laughs> we had the some uh, we're playing basketball. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I know we had some fun with that that uh, random character generation last week, and I think mm-hmm. we I want to do that again. But since we're already at about an hour. And I know we still have to get to our episode six breakdown of Stranger Things. Um, yeah. I figured let's let's blast through another yeah. one of these um, the the crazy song combination thing that we were doing. And um, this week we had one from Jason. I just need to know which band you guys want to pick. Green Day? No, we're not going to do that one. Oh, Jason, come on! Every I'm, song sounds the same. Jason, give me a give me a verb because I don't want it. with recent events. I don't want to use this one. Uh oh, um, uh, a verb. You gave uh, me a you gave me a verb of shooting. Oh, okay. And at the time, it was no big deal, but this time, I, I don't want to use that. Lip smacking. Uh, lip smacking. Okay, yes. this ought to be interesting. <laughs> so, Green Day or Bon Jovi? Uh, Green Day. Yeah, I would say go with Green Day because I want you to sing Green Day, Dave. No, I'm not singing Green Day. Oh, come on! But we're gonna we're gonna blast through real fast a little round of the best Green Day songs to play while lip smacking Mel the Cook on Alice. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoa, Jason! Just you heard it live. Well, you should have refreshed my memory of what the other, uh, what the uh, noun was for the person. Come on. Now, <laughs> well, you dude. gave me three people already. <sighs> All, All right. right. So first one up. I did hear it was a good kisser, but go ahead. <laughs> Flow to First me. one up. So I, I guess you could kind of almost say best Green Day songs to play while making out with Mel yeah. the Cook on Alice. I'm exactly. gonna. Um, can I just pick one quick? Sure. Geek stink breath from insomnia. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, brain dead. No, it's there's no song called brain dead. But in oh, the first what is it called? first brain one, stew. it is good brain riddance stew. versus brain stew. Okay, Ooh. good riddance. <laughs> I would say good riddance too. <laughs> All right, second one. Do not want. Do, second option for best Green Day songs to play while making out with Mel, the cook on Alice, oh. is the song Warning or the song Longview. <laughs> a Longview, because when I'm making out with Mel, I like to just stare into his eyes because I, I'm transported into another world. The whole, the actual world around me disappears and we are like in our own Pandora <laughs> from last week. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you have plane of existence, universe. Uh, okay, Jason. Okay. How about you, Adam? Another one. <laughs> the warning. warning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, red so flag's about, going up here, guys. <laughs> how about this next one? Welcome to Paradise <laughs> <laughs> versus American Idiot. <laughs> American, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Welcome to Paradise, of course, because like I said, Jason I heard he's a really good Jason loves Mel kisser. the Cook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. <laughs> Do we have to do this? Yes. Uh, you know, it's the not going to be welcome part, to paradise. So here, the other here's one. the thing. <laughs> Adam's in a bind because he doesn't want to sound offensive to any, any groups well, of people. No, no, no. Which I'm I in a bind because I'm looking at a picture of Mel Cook and Alice from a Google image. <laughs> so you had to look him up? I, I've never saw Alice in my life. I don't know what this is. I mean, I love licking uh, the cheeseburger oh, grease no. off of his white t-shirt. Oh, boy. Okay, so <laughs> next up, uh, Holiday. Adam didn't choose. Uh, 
He said, yeah, it wasn't going to be Welcome to Paradise. Oh, okay. I guess that, I, I wanted him to say the song, though. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> That's not a song. All right. <laughs> the next one up, Holiday versus When I Come Around. <laughs> How does Holiday go? Uh, I can't sing it, but... Um, holiday! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Celebrate! No, I'm trying to think of the lyrics. I can I can picture the the beat, but that's not going to help us ah, here. That's okay. Well, while you're thinking that up, uh, so when you say uh, when I come around, is that so? I'm starting in the back and then moving to the front. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm pulling it up Whoa. right now for you. Whoa, whoa! When I come around, uh, holiday, holiday. Okay, I want to put and my Jason, brain in you the said holiday. What? <laughs> All right, so you might like this next one then. (laughs) (laughs) It is uh, the best Green Day songs to play while making out with Mel the Cook on Alice, Wake Me Up When September Ends, versus Hitching a Ride. Oh, Hitching a Ride. (laughs) Wake Me Up When September Ends. Jason and I are on opposite sides of the spectrum on this one. (laughs) And we're on the opposite sides of Mel, too, for Hitching a Ride, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) And the, the last one... Very appropriate for for Jason's comments today. Boulevard of Broken Dreams versus Basket Case. (laughs) Well, without Mel, I would be a total basket case, so I'm going to go basket case. My dreams are broken if I'm doing that, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's great. (laughs) All right, guys. I think it's time to talk about Stranger Things. Now, wait a second. I need to step out of the room because, number one, I didn't do my job and I didn't finish the episode. So, <laughs> come <laughs> we'll on do now. that. Come on now. Right. Fess well, up. By finish the episode. <laughs> finish, yeah. I, I, didn't, I also that. didn't hit start on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with that. Full embarrassment. <laughs> well, still, I wasn't technically wrong when I said it that way. No. That's true. So, That's true. I'm going to step out of the room. Jason and Dave are going to take over and talk about Stranger Things, and then I'll uh, I'll bop back in and say bye. All right. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> All right. So Adam has left the room, and yeah. now the shaman shall begin. <laughs> now, th- before we start on this episode, we do have to tell you this, because this is hilarious. So we're going over the show notes quickly here, just talking a little bit about uh, you know getting prepared for the show. And Adam's going to be gone in a couple of weeks, and we're trying to figure out when we're going to finish watching all these episodes, and that's when Adam's like... Oh crap! I didn't watch the episode. (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah, we've only been doing this for you know five (laughs) weeks, going on six weeks. But in his defense, I know I I gave him a hard time, but in his defense, he usually watches it because we normally record Monday evenings. Mm -hmm. We're recording on Sunday, and usually his routine has been to watch it Sunday evening, so it's fresh when he goes to record Monday. And we're recording earlier on Sunday, and he just totally spaced on it. Yeah, so what, what, what that basically means is he has no time management skills at all. <laughs> I mean, life throws him a curveball and hits him right in the face because he can't dodge <laughs> it. <laughs> well, and it's a bummer because we were talking before the show. We we'll might as well jump into it. Yes. This might have been the best episode so far this season. It was. I mean, uh, b- by a long shot. I mean, there's so many things that I loved about this. Uh, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just jump in, or do we want to kind of break this down scene by scene? Uh, well, we I don't necessarily we need to jump go around a little bit. Yeah, we don't need to go scene by scene. I think it works well if we just kind of follow the groups of people, although we're finding 
the groups are starting to get more and more uh, intertwined, I guess, the stories. People are starting to, you know, yeah, different groups are starting to connect, a bit. which is going to happen. We've got three episodes left, including this one. So started out awesome. This yeah. is, I, I'm trying to think, this is the first episode where, yes, they've ended on, on cliffhangers, but this is the, the last mm-hmm. one where it was like a, a major, like, oh my gosh, a, a demon is attacking us cliffhanger, and then it picks yeah. right up. A lot of shows, they don't do that. A lot of shows, they'll they'll end it like that, and then when you come back the next week, they'll be on a different character, and you have to wait through a segment. Right. Uh, and then so I'm, br- it, Go ahead. I'm trying to remember, did this episode open... With Jonathan and Nancy yeah, in the hospital, right, right, yep, right in the hospital. Did it? I believe I so. I, I don't know why I thought it opened with the the scoop troop watching the um, the machine go off and them getting caught. Maybe I thought, it did. Maybe I'm completely I, I think, wrong. I think that's I, I forget because I watched it last week, but um, I think it opens and we see them all standing at the window of this big machine. Dustin and Steve know what that is. It's the upside down, and they're like, "Oh crap, we got to get out of here." and warn people and as they turn to leave the guy steve knocked out is gone and the russians are alerted to their presence and they try and escape but they don't jonathan and uh not jonathan and nancy um steve and robin they get captured by the russian goons and the two young ones dustin and erica is the the kid's name Mm -hmm. they get away and then i think it cuts right to jonathan and nancy if i remember right no okay Uh, i guess that's the uh so, you know, I just, uh, I just lied completely. They did exactly what they've done before. They leave you on that big cliffhanger, come back for one segment, and then get back to it. Uh, but it, it didn't take long, though. No. That, that opening scene with, with the, the Russians catching the kids, it, it wasn't a real long scene. They tried to make a run for it. But as you would expect, when you've got soldiers with guns, they're not going to get far. And I don't understand why these Russian soldiers are looking at these two kids thinking that they might be secret agents, undercover well, secret agents. Yeah, let, let's stick with their story then before we get into to Jonathan and Nancy and, and the Mind Flayer. So they, they catch Steve and Robin. Dustin and Erica escape down into a, like, under the floor, like a, a ductwork system or whatever. Yeah, and why didn't nobody follow them? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. If I they, mean, you, you know, know all they... four of them ran into that room, and when you get in right. there, there's only two. Uh, right. You think there'd be some investigation going on? Yeah, you would think so. It was a little <laughs> weird, but they, I, I thought you know Steve gets the crap kicked out of him. Oh, yeah, he's he's, he's unconscious. Up. I mean, they are they're convinced he's working for someone, and he's trying to tell him, "I work for the ice cream store." You know, I'll give you free ice cream and all this <laughs> stuff. And the <laughs> the Russian guy just starts laughing at him, and then they they basically throw him into a room, strap him to a chair. And it basically looked to me like they gave them like truth serum or something. Yeah, uh, bl- oh, but then I was some confused. kind of That's, drug. They did say this was going to make you tell the truth, but then make why did they have to, to go to torture? Well, I think they thought you know they, they're convinced these people are are working for the government and even even fully drugged, like they're super highly trained or something. Which yes. look at these two, Steve. They're, and he, Steve makes a good point at one point. He's like, do you think I'm working for anyone? I'm, I, I'm wearing a sailor outfit <laughs> and working as a spy. And they're torturing him and beating him. And then they're, the two of them are tied to this chair and just high as a kite. Yeah, and that was fun. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Like, this isn't so bad. Boy, they're stupid. They left scissors out, you know. And we do get a touching moment between Robin and Steve Yep. where we find out that she's kind of uh, – 
you know, had a crush on him since some certain class in high school. Major and crush else. because she knew everything about him. Yeah. yeah. He is, he's changed a lot. He was a jerk. Oh, yeah. Uh, and in the, the first few episodes, he was a he was a major jerk, and he's actually changed a lot. And I could tell when she was, you know, when they're laying on the ground, fa- facing away from each other, of course, because of the way they were tied. And right. she was telling this story, yeah. and it was it was affecting him. He oh, yeah. he was realizing again uh, just how much of a jerk he was, how much he cared about nothing, noticed nothing that was going around him while he was in school, except. You know his coolness and uh, everything that just circled around him specifically, right? Which is yeah, you know, it, which is sad. You know, uh, I, I'm sure there's tons of people like that. Uh, I, of course, I was not the cool kid in school. Dave was. <laughs> yeah. I I don't. I wasn't really. Oh yeah, Dave was like the the star football player. He was a quarterback. He got the no. he got the head cheerleader and. Uh, no, I, I, it's weird because where I went to school is a very small school. So we were all kind of friends with, with each other. There wasn't a lot of big clicks and stuff. There was some, but not a lot. And I, I was just one of those people that, yes, I was captain of the football team, not a quarterback. I was an offensive lineman. Um, I was in band. I was, you know, in, in student council and I was just friends with everyone. Didn't have any real enemies, but I wouldn't say I was the cool kid either. Because times would come, like, when it, when it came time for, like, um, your homecoming court or whatever, you know, or, you know, where you get senior guys get nominated for, like, homecoming king, stuff like that. That was nothing. I, I was picked to announce everyone else. I wasn't <laughs> part of it. So I wasn't one of the cool kids in that respect Well, at, at least all. you weren't the court jester like I was. Well, basically, yeah. I, I got to walk the, the previous year's queen down the, down oh. the aisle, kind of, you know, to announce the new king, but... But I okay, mean, well, well, this isn't called Stranger Dave. So no, let's get back to Stranger the Dave's. But we <laughs> we see them have their moment, and we see you know Dustin trying to convince Erica. He he's trying to tell her, look, our best chance for survival is to get out of here and go get help, and blah blah blah. Meanwhile, she's noticing that there's these big cages, and she's yeah. asking like, how big are these things, and blah blah blah. And she's kind of putting two two, two and two together that. They're hoping to basically capture one of these things and, and do something with it. And they must not know that it can go gelatinous and ooze no. everywhere. And reform. no, and that plays a major thing later in the episode. But mm-hmm. they end up; she gets some kind of like stun gun type of thing that yeah, just like, know, a, like a cattle taser prod, like thing. yeah, a big cattle prod kind of thing. And and you think that they're gonna escape? They they get the keys and they get in and they find a uh, that little golf cart type thing yeah and it looks like they're gonna make a break for it and then we go cut back to steve and robin in the room and they're you know just about to i don't know what pull his fingernails off or something yeah that's what i believe and alarms go off and everyone runs out except for the torture doctor and they find a big green glowing goo filled hole being burned right through the floor and in the meantime dustin and erica pop into the room Tase the doctor, whether or not they kill him, who knows. But um, they then grab Steve and Robin and try and make an escape. And that's kind of the last we see of them this episode, isn't it? I, I believe so. And uh, don't forget, uh, Steve was like super excited to see Dustin. Oh, uh, yeah. He like screams out, Dustin, or whatever. <laughs> well, that was awesome. I can't remember exactly what he said. Right. But it was, it was right. pretty cool. He's, and uh, he's, yeah, because they're high as a kite. Oh, the one, the one funny part with Dustin and Erica, you find out. Dustin has to break it to her that she's a nerd. 
Yeah, that, yeah. That debate. Yeah, and, and that she's was like, good. I, I liked his uh, rationale there. Yeah, it was an awesome breakdown. So those two, I think, have a, a bit of a kind of mm, ten, not not tension filled, but you know, uneasy friendship forming there as well. Yeah, and I think I, I think he's opened her eyes, and she's going to be more right. welcoming because she thinks her brother's a nerd uh, yep. too. It thinks they're all nerds, uh, right? But now maybe it. Uh, maybe she'll huh. join the group more in season four. Yeah. Well, it's like when, when Dustin's explaining what the upside down is and all the other stuff, the monsters, the, you know, 11 with her powers, everything else, yeah. none of that phases her. It's just the part that she's like, you mean my brother helped with this? It's Lucas, right? Yeah. He was there. Lu- yeah, he was Lucas there. was there. <laughs> he, he helped with this. Like she just can't believe it. Cause he's such a nerd, you know, and that's what kind of sets up the big nerd discussion later. So mm-hmm. I think that's the end of what we see with the scoop troop. What do you think since we're talking about them and my favorite thing to do prediction wise, what do you think is going to happen? Are they going to be able to get out of this Russian base? Well, I'm assuming they're going to get out. I, I, for the life of me, I can't figure out how, uh, unless, well, no, cause that keeps going farther down. I was going to say, unless they burn holes through the, uh, ground, mm-hmm. but they got to go up. They got to go up a major way. Right. The only Here- thing I can think of, uh, and this is going to be my prediction yep. is that's because we saw the cage. We saw, um, uh, what's her name? April. What's the little girl's name? Erica. Erica, uh, ask how large these creatures are, etc. Right. I have a feeling that uh, they're going to open up the rift enough uh, to where something's going to come through. It's going to mm-hmm. be attacking everybody. They're going to do a mass exodus out of this. They're going to find uh, exits other than the uh, elevator because they're going to follow okay. like probably some of the other soldiers that are running sure. or scientists, and that's how they're going to get out of here. Okay. That's, good. I, I've that's got my a- prediction. I've got a different prediction, but kind of similar. I don't think they get out till after the last episode, you know, as the last episode is finishing, because I think the rest of the gang is going to come to them. I think with this whole, this whole carnival going on, which we see being planned and and set Mm -hmm. up Hopper and Joyce coming back to town, which we'll get to. um, I think what we're going to see is 11 and all the people, everyone's going to come to fight this big monster and it's going to all lead down there into that that Russian you well, know, you know, facility. I don't know. <laughs> Where's I, Adam? But I think I what'll happen. <laughs> yeah, I think what'll happen though is that those kids, the scoop troop, will be down there, and you know, probably causing some kind of havoc in the meantime and some kind of confusion. So something's going to happen with the upside down breaking open while the Russians aren't really paying attention because they're chasing kids around. But all the rest of them, or at least some of the rest of the group, is going to find its way down there. And that's when they'll all leave at the end, is, is my guess. Okay. And Anyone uh, die out of that group? We're so eager for one of the characters to die. But like you said last episode, they need to do something to make the stakes higher. Here's the thing. They're really setting up... Um, is her name April? Erica. No, uh, the the big girl. In the With Steve. Oh, Rob, Robin. 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 That they've really been fleshing out Robin's character. I mean, well, this is the first year we've seen her, but they're 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 really making her a major part. Uh she but she's the only one that hasn't been in all the other seasons. Correct? Yep. Right. This is the first year we've seen Robin, right? Correct. Yes. So if I had to predict one of them was gonna die, I'm probably gonna say her because she is a main character now. She is in every episode. 
but mm-hmm. she is not one of the original main. And if they were to get rid of one of them for shock value, mm-hmm. I could possibly see Robin, especially after her coming out to Steve that you know yeah. she's always had a crush on him and everything. And that would right. that would bring Steve. You know, uh, some anger. He might uh, let out some uh, anger towards, you know, the Russians and Could everything. be, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time. I'm not sure because I I think a lot of people really, really enjoy that character. And I think if they kill her off, there'd be a lot of people pretty upset too. But Like on The Walking w- Dead where they used to say, if you kill <laughs> Daryl, we, uh, we riot. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I think everyone wants to see that... Uh, happily ever after with Steven Robbins. So we'll see now to, to get off the scoop troop. Then, like we said, this movie starts out, we covered their entire storyline in this episode, but the movie starts out and jumps right away to the hospital with Jonathan and Nancy on opposite yeah. ends oh, of the, man. the goo monster. And it seems hell bent on, oh, pardon my language, uh, on going after her and kind of ignores Jonathan. So he grabs something and he's yelling, trying to get its attention and everything and uh, it's not working. She she tries to run away, finds herself locked in a hospital room. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's safe. She locked herself in a room. Right. Nowhere to go. Jonathan's trying to get there. And in the meantime, this monster is pounding on the door, trying to bust through the door. No, it doesn't even try to bust through the door, does it? It goes up to the door, knows she's in there, and that's where we see the the real danger in this, this monster mm-hmm. is that it just, boom, turns to a massive goo on the floor, slides its way under the door and reforms the whole time it's trying to reform and as it's going through the door um Jonathan's trying to bust through he's you know freaking out rightfully so she's freaking out but the kids downstairs like we said last episode uh, 11 comes up to save the day yeah and that, know, they, that, they that's cool up. because uh with all that going on and the screaming and stuff then it does flip down to the the rest of the kids uh, yeah. downstairs or just in another wing or something and the yeah. lights are flashing and uh you know they know uh, will gets that that spidey sense on the back of his neck you know he's yep. like, he's here they're here yeah uh and he's uh, here, yeah and then did you see l yeah she got that look of oh they're gonna get it yeah <laughs> that, she that, goes up there don't mess with me and yeah right. you described the scene because this this was I don't I don't ever get up and yell and like yeah when I see stuff, <laughs> but this this scene what she did what Dave's going to describe to you here, uh, I was like yeah awesome you know but I was watching it in bed my wife was sleeping next to me I had my earbuds in and I was watching the episode <laughs> unlike Adam, uh, <laughs> I actually watched it, but uh, yeah this scene stoked me man this was awesome describe it well, in detail. Well, she she gets up there. I'm not going to go into too much detail Gee, because I want not, a I, scene I'm going to tell you. Scene. I'm going to tell you the honest truth. This scene frustrated me. As cool as it was, it also frustrated me because she busts open the door and comes in. The monster turns around like what you know, and and he's looking at her. And before the monster can even attack, she's got her hand up doing her powers and she whips it against one wall, just smashes it through a wall. Picks it up, smashes it into the other wall across the room, straight up into the ceiling, just blasts it, slams it down into the ground, and the monster gets up again. Well, it's gelatinous. Is that what you didn't like, was that that she wasn't actually hurting it? No, what I didn't like, well, kind of, because, yeah, the the thing gets up and it's going to go, and she, this part is what I didn't like. Up till then, I was like with you. I was like, yes, 
She's going to tear this thing apart. And then she chooses. Can, 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 I, can I say something? I think I know yeah. what you're going to say because I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Is it is it outside when it- Throws it out the window. And I was like, yes. I, I thought we saw left, right, up, and down. I thought now she's going to grab both hands and make a motion like she's just ripping it in half and just shred this thing to pieces, which I don't think would have killed it still because it's just goo. Uh- but I thought we were going to get that, and it'd be it'd be spread out enough where everyone thought they were safe. They got out of the room, and then as they left, we see it start forming again. Instead, she throws mm-hmm. it out a window. Jonathan goes in to grab Nancy, which she's fine. Everything's fine. The, all the kids go running outside, and they find that it's gone, and it basically drops down into a sewer grate. Well, or something. The, she watches it go down because it was just laying right. there, and that that's what I thought you were going to say. You didn't like is she let it? They just Finish watched it. it go away. They right. yeah they they know they're gonna have to deal with it. She should have used her powers, yanked it back out of here, and did like you said, right? Something like that. Now I didn't even think about this until you just were talking about the directions there. Yeah, you know how cool nerd cool this would have been if she would have <laughs> taken code. it and she would have hit the ceiling twice. Hit the ground twice, <laughs> and then the left wall, right wall, left. You know what I'm doing, right, right wall, right. And then I don't know what the BA would be, but the, <laughs> Konami code, everybody. If she would have Konami code that, uh, are, they, are these called demogorgons or what? What are these things? I I, I don't know. I, I see them called something dogs, like well, there was demi dogs, but those are the 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 things that are about the size of dogs. Right, and I think that's what they're referring to this thing as. They just don't realize that the more people it gets, the bigger it gets. Yeah. So let's let's uh, trend that here on Twitter, everybody. This was we're going to Konami code the Demogorgon or the Demidog or whatever it is. Konami code it. (laughs) So geek cred. At at that point, to to wrap up that group's story, because I don't think we really see much more from them. Through this episode, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Remember when she goes to the beach and the whole thing with Billy? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And so, so what ends up happening? The the monster goes back. And this part, I thought, oh man, you know, we were talking about Billy dying, and mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. He's dead. There's no way he's saved because what you see is this goo goes back to that factory, and all the people, the army that's well, there, no, that's later. That's right. after, yeah, that's towards the end of the episode. Is that after she sees him in the episode? Yeah, that's down? after she sees okay. Billy and Billy grabs her arm. That's right. So they basically, they still don't know where these things are going. And so Eleven goes in and goes searching for Billy. She finds him in his room. Oh, that's right. We get the big bomb because Mike is all worried about them abusing Eleven's power. Yeah. It's dangerous. And he drops the bomb that he loves her, doesn't want to see her get hurt. <laughs> And she walks out just after, and apparently didn't hear anything. So, is her um, last still, name is her last name Vader? No. Eleven Vader. Yeah, because he's loving me later, Elevator. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, um, that was very bad. That was Adam at the Digital Suit Podcast. Yeah. yeah, no, they they do that, and then, um. They find Billy after this this scene, and everyone's kind of like, tell her, you know, and he's not going to say nothing. He's just like, all right, just, just be careful or whatever. But when she finds Billy, they find out, you find out that he's basically been waiting for her. He grabs her, and as she pulls away, she falls down into this weird other place. It's like yeah, deep that in was, Billy's mind. It reminded yeah, me of Inception, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, she, she fell deep into his mind. Yeah, and so we see Billy on the beach as a little kid. 
um, being warned not to get ripped out by, I'm guessing his mom, by a riptide. And then things keep going. She's walking down the beach. She see, keeps seeing scenes of Billy's childhood where it's very dramatic, very uh, mm-hmm. traumatic. Father um, seemed like a little bit of a jerk. Yeah, the- very abusive father. Um, used to, from the looks of it, I think, it, it, they made it look like he was beating the kids, Billy's mom. Yeah. She left the family, couldn't take it anymore, so she bailed. And then she's in the heart of the darkness, and she finds herself at the factory. And then Billy, they he, you know, basically says, "Now we see you, and now we're mm-hmm. coming for you." And this is the part. Remember, before we started watching this, when it was just the previews, and, and the last trailer came out, and everyone's like, "Oh, the monsters can talk this year." This is what it was. It, it's talking through Billy. Where he tells her, you know, this was all for you. We, you know, you opened this rift and blah, blah, blah. And now you let us in. You have to let us stay and we're going to come for you. And then we're going to come for your friends and we're going to come for everybody. And she finally wakes herself up out of that dream. Well, it's not a dream. It's that whatever that state is. Yeah. And that's when, that's when, you know, she's all freaking out. Everyone's, you know, upset. That's the last we see of them. And then yeah. we get And that takes the us to the very over. end of the episode. That's how the episode yeah. ends. Yep. Well, and then because well, we get the cut over to Billy and all the monsters or all the all the army of people, and this and they this is a great special effect here, by the way. Yeah, this and is creepy, awesome. Yeah, I mean, each one by one, uh, as as the possessed, I'm going to call him the possessed. I don't know what else yeah. to call him. Uh, walked closer to the creature. All of a sudden, they would they would do a little bit of a shaking, and then their their face would start melting a little bit into like a black goo, and then the whole body would collapse down into just that the same thing that that demogorgon or demi uh, demidog right. or whatever the you call it. Monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would. It, it, what it was doing was everybody was trans uh, transforming themselves into that goo, and then forming into, and I believe that that's the mind flare, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's gonna, it's gonna, it's, as it's as it gets bigger. in there, it just keeps growing. Yeah, and it busts out of the thing eventually. Now yeah. Billy was the only one left, right? The lifeguard, everyone else yeah, melted and he's, down. He's he's not. Uh, hopefully, nobody has any uh, misconceptions that well, since he didn't meld with it, that he is probably going to get saved. No, the guy's dead. Like you, I, said. I think he's given gone. given the way everyone else just melted down. The same thing has happened to him, and he's going to be just melted down. It's going to keep him in his bodily form, I think, to help with the fight against the kids. You know, mm. because it the kid he know that he's the a connection knows the, to him. Yeah, the, he they know that the kids know him or whatever. So I think that'll go there. And and that's kind of the end of the episode. Now the only group we didn't talk about is Hopper, Joyce, and Smirnoff. Uh, Alexia yeah, Smirnoff <laughs> and um the other Russian scientists. And that th- you know there's there's not a ton that happens. There's some pretty good comedic moments. Yeah, that that's all it through. was. Nothing drove yep. the story at all. No, and it, you know, that we part. we get the debate about how, you know, a strawberry slurpee is not as good as a cherry slurpee. And Hopper, you know, says, Oh, let him go. Here's the keys, you know, whatever. And the guy goes to run away, and we find out Hopper was right. He can't go back to the Russians because if he's unharmed, they'll think he turned and he's a goner and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But what really comes of all of it is that this Alexei, the Russian uh, scientist or engineer or whatever, is able to explain through the translator that the Russians are looking to open that key. And that's when Hopper and Joyce realize, oh, crap. They're trying to open the upside down again, 
and they freak out. They're going to head Stupid back and try Russians. and yeah, try and get the kids. And and the only other thing that's touched on is we see uh, uh, what's the guy's name? You called him Darth something, but I think it's Gregory Darth Drago. Or something. Yeah, I think his real name is like Gregory or something like that. But Himes. No, he <laughs> he. You you see him meet up with the mayor. Yeah, we didn't even um, talk at, about the fair, but that was a at small the carnival. Thing. Yeah, they they just yeah. show the carnival being set up. The mayor's there, and you see Gregory meet up with him, and and basically they go inside of a what I always think of as a gravitron. Yeah, that's what that they old do. ride, and um, he switches it on, and he's holding the mayor there, and just threatening to let him go, and tell him he's got X amount of days to find Hopper and blah blah blah. And so I think we're going to have a big showdown at the carnival. That's going to then lead to that. Um, final showdown in the upside down again. So now the one thing I want to say about the carnival and it's this is ongoing throughout this episode <laughs> and the other episodes, but the carnival really brought it to the forefront. I thought the colors are popping. They're beautiful. It's it, it's eighties color, it like is, when they did the color grade. Yeah, yeah, it is so. I mean, it's just it's so pleasing to the eye. Um, yep. you you see so many like uh, look at how. How many? How it's it, like dark grays and stuff, or like uh, Game of Thrones, and you yep. know uh, different things like this. Where this, it's just vibrant, popping colors, and you just—it's so in your well, face. It is, and then they use it so effectively because the other scenes, like in the in the hospital when they're you know battling, L is battling the demon mm-hmm. thing. Those ones, there's no vivid, vivid colors. There is like her clothes and stuff. The kids' clothes are really have a pop to them, like that '80s look. Mm-hmm. But they do especially a nice Dustin's job. outfit that he's wearing. Yeah, and they, but they do a nice job, like giving these different color looks and, and different feelings um, based on the tone and, and um, lighting and stuff and, and the use of the color grading for each scene. Like that sterile Russian facility. It has a feeling of cold, sterile, you know. But then you these, have Robin and you have Steve, and their uniforms are popping. Right, the color exactly. Is just like, yep. yep, and that carnival, it, it reminds me of what you would have seen in the movie theaters and on TV back in the 80s. Like, just really bright, bold colors all over. And really, I mean, visually, we've said it before, this is an amazing season when it comes to the visuals. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, and like we said at the beginning of this review here, and we talked about it earlier, I do have to say this is probably one of my favorite episodes so far this season. This so was, far, I'd agree. This was so good. Uh, I know you've been kind of critical of some of them in the past, thinking there was a mm. lot of filler, and there was mm. some filler in this. We do agree the whole Hopper stuff, you know. But not I think whole, that Hopper stuff is needed because it is filler, a little but comic I think, relief to yeah, relieve the a, tension a little bit. Exactly relieves the tension. It it. We needed a way for them to be able to find out that this Russian stuff that's going on is linked to the Upside Down and bring them back to the kids. Because otherwise, they're out who knows where on their own story, doing their own thing, not realizing it has anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And even though it it got us there in kind of a comic relief kind of way with, you know, and, and blatant, like, classic burger king you know and and slurpees and stuff like I that i love the classic logos that they keep showing for everything right it's it, just it, so I mean, fitting it's it's there and it, it gets us there because i think now we're gonna see i would assume in the next episode if not for sure in the final episode we're gonna see everyone in one place you know we're gonna see the full full group all together the kids 
We're going to see, well, the only one that's an outlier there, I think, is the Scoop Troop because I think they're going to be trapped in that facility. But I'm guessing they get a message out via that communications thing somehow. Remember, it got a signal up to the top, which maybe this is where we get, uh, what was that radio tower, Cerebro? Cerebro, yeah. Cerebro. Maybe we see that come into play because as far as as we know, (laughs) Dustin's radio tower is still up there. To the best of our knowledge, he's still got it set up on this hill somewhere. Yeah. So now, who knows? Uh, there is one thing we didn't take into effect here, and we didn't actually even discuss it. Was uh, who who did Hopper call? And then Joyce jumped on there and started uh, berating him like it was his child. Oh, child. Yeah, that they're bringing I, somebody in. Is this is this the military? I, I think so. I think it's a government agency, and I believe we saw them last season, or maybe at the end of the first season. I can't remember exactly, but I believe it's a organization that was in place to kind of oversee, make sure none of this stuff is happening again. I'm not sure on that, but that's right. They did call somebody. So I, I thought that was brilliant, though, because Joyce calls and chews him out like a mom. And yeah. the guy's like, yeah, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. And he jumps <laughs> right to it. That was pretty good. Any other big predictions for you coming off this episode going into the final two? Uh... If you had to say overall... I know we talked about possibly you said Robin. I don't know if Robin's going to get it. I still wonder about Nancy. I, I still feel like maybe something's going to happen there because she is kind of a main character, but at the same time, she's kind well, of... I, I still have my prediction from last week that I think uh, possibly not this season. Uh, uh, 11. Yeah, yeah, 11's going to save everybody and uh, die herself to end this series. I still what think if what that's if my major prediction? What do you think of this idea, even with season four coming? What if this season ends with Eleven sealing that door to the upside down, sealing herself but, on the other side, but having to do it on the other side? Yeah, I knew where you're going with that. That that I can see that happening. Four would be them trying to get her back. I bet. Right, them finding out she's still alive, possibly or something. Who knows? But. That could be, yeah. I, I'm just excited these last two episodes, and and sadly we've got to wait a little bit because we've got some scheduling fun here, and we won't finish this up in the next two weeks. We've got uh, we'll finish it up, I think, over the course of the next three weeks. We got one week we're gonna miss Stranger Things talk, but unless we just do it without Adam, like this week, <laughs> <laughs> we could. But I think these last two episodes, the last important. one, he would definitely want to be there for, so we can't. Right. Do that, damn. Right, right. So, and we've got a you've got a surprise guest you said coming yep, up in a surprise guest lined up for the for the week that he is gone. Dave has no idea who this is. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be good. Right. Absolutely. Well, Adam, we're done with this episode about chapter 6, episode 6. So, why don't you uh pop back in the room and take us out from there? Get on out. Anyhow, I don't get out of here. All right, guys, that was a great review. I really well, loved it, it. It was, and you're not going to find out until you actually listen to the episode. No, 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 I could just tell from the way he won't ever hear it. <laughs> he, oh, yeah, he doesn't ever listen. <laughs> the last episode Adam has listened to was 21. It's 22. <laughs> <laughs> 22. Anyway, head on over to digitalsouppodcast.com to find out anything and everything about the Digital Soup Podcast. Also, as a reminder, we have a brand new Twitter handle that is at Digital Soupcast, so be sure to. Uh, go and follow us there 
And of course, as always, you can listen and subscribe to us pretty much anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Be sure to tell a friend about us and leave us a five-star review if you'd be so kind on Apple Podcasts. We hope you guys have an awesome week, and we will catch you next time. Uh, you forgot something. Oh, crap. <laughs> Gotta add in that new Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. if you feel like leaving a tip. Yep, that's true. Thanks, Dave. I'll get it next time. <laughs> it's or do you like want me to actually say that in there? It's no, like no, that no. tip jar that we put on the piano as we're playing the outro music. <laughs> that's like, right. Check us out at Apple Podcasts. Thank you for that tip. Spotify, <laughs> Google. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Catch you later. I'll see you in a little bit, Mel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love Mrs. Mel. It's that digital soup podcast. <laughs>